This is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreider. Well, good morning. Welcome to your Financial Empower Hour. This is Jason Kreiderman with Great Lakes Investment Advisors. I hope you're having another beautiful Sunday. I'm looking forward to a really awesome, exciting show today with my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Uh, we were catching up a little bit before the show on on the the weather differences, I guess, between here and and where Tony's stationed right now in Minnesota. And and I, you know, we talk about we have inches on the ground. And Tony, you mentioned another word of of how much snow you guys have on the ground, and it wasn't inches, Tony. What was that? Yeah, it's it's uh, being still measured in feet in most places here. Um, we have quite the snow cover this year. Uh, I forget how many inches we've gotten. It's well over 80 inches this wow. winter of snow. And most of it's still here. None of it's still melted. Still sticking around, so, not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how long it takes six feet of snow to melt, uh, Jason, but <laughs> well, I imagine it's not going anywhere any too fast. And I guess, you know, kind of what got us on that topic was uh, Tony was asking me, you know, what what's going on? And, and I mentioned how the kids are, our, our kids are transitioning from one sports season into another. And I mentioned, uh, you know, Carson went from basketball. Now he's, he's playing his travel baseball season and we have a tournament coming up here in two or three weeks. And I mentioned to Tony, I'm, I'm not sure how we're going to be able to play baseball outside in, in two or three weeks. And he mentioned, he's not sure if they're gonna be able to play any outdoor sports for two or three months over there in Minnesota. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's going to be quite that bad, but it may be May until all this stuff is gone. It's, it's nutty right That's now. Crazy. Uh, it is, it, it is nuts. I, I'm our, I'm your remote host today coming from, coming, uh, to you from Minnesota for all That's our it. listeners yep. out there. But, but Jason, you know, there, there's so much going on and we're going to get to all that. I know our listeners want to hear your take on the current, uh, ups and downs of the market, the bank crisis. But first, how have you been? You mentioned your kids and sports you really don't get a break, too much of a break anyway, between sports, do you? With your kids? No, no, you're right. We talk about that quite a bit off the show and uh, off air. Um, no, our kids keep us really busy, you know, with both girls, Lexi and Josie being uh, competitive gymnasts. That gymnastics season really is year round. Uh, they're getting, they're coming down to the end of the the season now. As far as they have states coming up, both of them, Josie competes this Thursday, and and Lexi competes in two weeks. And depending on how they do at states, they could move on to regionals, uh, which would be awesome as well. But then that wraps up really around. Uh, getting into May, and then really there's no break, Tony. The very next week after they would come home from regionals, they go into whatever next season's routines and skills and elements would be. So it's really a year-round for gymnastics. Uh, they did both just finish up their competitive cheer season, which was awesome and exciting, and, and both girls and both teams did really, really well. And now they're both going into track. Uh, so track's picking up, and, and, uh, and, and yep, that's outside running a little bit of snow out there, but... Um, 
<laughs> you know, that's that's winter in Michigan for us. So Well, sure. Uh, and then, yeah, like Carson, he's uh, just went from, from basketball into baseball season. So you're right. We never really, I guess, slow down. It's just a different type of busy. We go from one season to the next, and uh, it's fun, though. It keeps Amy and I and our family on our toes and, and keeps us busy and keeps the kids busy, and, and hopefully it keeps us all out of trouble. And, and uh, we do get to spend a, a heck of a lot of time together as a family. Uh, we do a lot of windshield time, a lot of traveling, but uh, yeah, some awesome bonding time as a family as well. But you've been uh, too busy at work to do a whole lot of traveling with the family because you've had uh, a lot of client meetings, meeting with a lot of our listeners out there trying to get financial plans in place, right? Yeah, it's really a good thing, you know, especially at this age and uh, that our kids don't have more during the week. Uh, and when we do have during the week things, they're usually pretty local. And uh, and that's a good thing. You're right, Tony, because, boy, our team here at the office uh, has just been really busy. You know, obviously, as you mentioned just, just a few minutes ago, uh, nutty. Things are nutty. Life is nutty. And <laughs> yeah. boy, is the stock market and the economy and the global economy and this bank stuff. And, and just it's nutty out there. And um, so we've been really busy, Tony, here at the office. Uh, our team's been fielding a lot of phone calls from our listeners from the radio show. So listeners, thank you so much for, for calling in. Uh, greatly appreciate all your calls. Generally, we have a half dozen or so uh, visits per week from radio show listeners that call in and want to sit down one on one. And then obviously the book. I mean, it's been great. And I appreciate you, Tony, uh, promoting the book as much as you have. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's been great. We usually give away a good uh, 10, 15 books per week to our listeners. And, and so that's exciting as well. Well, yeah. And the book is Empower Your Retirement. Uh, plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. I like the tagline on the book. And uh, I've read it. It's so great. And it's helped so many of your clients and our listeners out there. So for our listeners today, if you don't have a copy of the book, before we jump into the the meat and potatoes of today's show, I'll give you a chance. We're going to give away 10 copies of you, uh, Empower Your Retirement. Just call 989-835-7203. That's 989-835-7203 to get your copy. Now, Moving on into our topic, I, we can't start today's show off without talking about the bank crisis. And, you know, it's not widespread, but, it you know, it's starting to uh, affect uh, a few more banks. Uh, we saw Credit Suisse in Switzerland. Uh, basically, they say the, the losses right now there, they've lost. People who put money through that bank into their bonds lost $17.5 billion. Whew. And that's just loss. That's, that's gone. a big number. With a B. That's a big billion. number, yeah. Yeah, but the stocks, ironically, as of the recording of the show, opened up because of the news they might get uh, taken over by a bigger bank that's solvent. So uh, what do you make of the bank crisis in this, you know, the Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank? What's going on out there? Yeah, it's crazy. Again, nutty. Um, we just use a funny little term. You know, it, it's nutty yeah. out there. We look at these banks <laughs> yeah. and, you know, you're right. As of this morning, the market um, is on its way up a little bit as a recording of the show. And it says yep. that, you know, I'm reading a headline right now off Yahoo Finance. It says the Dow jumps as banks rebound after UBS buys Credit Suisse. Yeah. Well, just last week, I mean, Credit Suisse was tanking and tumbling and who knew what was going to happen minute by minute. And especially for the next day, uh, we had these other banks with Silicon Valley and, and it's, yeah, Signature. And it's, we don't know. And, you know, historically, think about banks, Tony. 
and a lot of our listeners out there are probably shaking their heads when I say this. Historically, we felt a lot of comfort and peace of mind when we've had our money at local banks, uh, especially when we can get some decent rates of return, uh, which we're getting back in that arena again here, you know, here around town, you can get into maybe a one or two or three year CD at a local bank or credit union. And, and you can be in the three, 4%, maybe even pushing the 5% range as far as rate of return. And so there's a lot of comfort and peace of mind when we park our money at banks. And I, and I call it the local and liquid factor. It's local. I can drive right over there in five minutes and it's fairly liquid. I can ask for money and it's in my hand. Uh, so the local and liquid factor in banks and credit unions definitely has brought a lot of peace of mind and comfort. But boy, up until the last couple of weeks here, <laughs> we've had a lot of callers from the radio show and other families that we serve and from the seminars and classes we do and book readers have called and said, what the heck? We don't, we don't, people aren't experiencing that level of comfort and safety right. with yeah. their money in local banks and credit unions because of what's going on around the, around the United States here and all in the globe, really when it comes to all these banks and, and what could happen locally. And that's, that's scary. It's concerning. Um, I, I heard a, a piece this morning that somebody says they think we're just at the tip of the iceberg. And uh, I hope that's not the case. Yeah. Uh, but nowadays it's, it's concerning, Tony. We just, we just don't it know. It is uh, some, some local and smaller banks that affect more individuals like SVB bank was mostly, uh, large depositors and big, uh, you know, companies in Silicon Valley tech companies. That's right. Yep. Um, and Signature Bank was unique because they uh, were invested in the crypto world. A lot of the cryptocurrencies. Tanked. Yep. Uh, and uh, Credit Suisse, uh, they had their own problems. But uh, now we hear that uh, there has been a run on some other banks and people taking out money. And if enough people take money out of banks, eventually the bank says, hey, we don't have enough cash on hand to pay for that. Unlike an insurance company, which is required by law to keep like, I think, 105% of of the money that people put in that they owe back to people. So, um, you know, it's odd to think that an insurance company might be more secure than a bank that's FDIC insured. But it really seems that way because, uh, you know, there hasn't been an insurance company that's defaulted on, you know, like an annuity payment or anything like that. That's right. Yet banks fail. Um, uh, And uh, they are insured for individuals up to $250,000 FDIC. um, And the FDIC has a reserve for that. But if there's a run on too many banks, uh, that becomes an issue. And, um, you know, getting that, you know, what happens. So people are concerned out there. And they right? should be. Yeah, Tony, you're right. I mean, they, they should be. It's, it's concerning. You know, just a few years back, they increased that FDIC uh, uh, limit of the amount of your money that was secure and banked backed by the FDIC. And they bumped that up to $250,000. And I think that was a great increase, but yet we still have a lot of people very concerned and especially in light yeah. of what's been happening recently. Um, and, and it's interesting. You mentioned the insurance industry, you know, 21 years ago when, when I got into this industry with my dad, we never realized how strong and stable the insurance industry is. And, and at one point in time, I believe if it's not still currently, the insurance industry is the safest industry in the world when it comes to the amount of cash on hand and yeah. the credit quality of the investments 
in most insurance companies' portfolios. And if you think about why that really is, it makes sense uh, because insurance companies have to be there by law. They sign contracts with investors, as you mentioned. Let's say it's an income annuity. And that's an annuity that's going to pay out as long as you're alive. You're guaranteed by contract to continue to get a paycheck. Well, that's a pretty big obligation. And so those companies have to have, and I think you're right, Tony, by the state guarantee agency, uh, which is another branch of government. Uh, People, if you don't know, the uh, annuities and insurance companies are not backed by the FDIC. Uh, That's for banks, Uh, but they are backed by the state guarantee agency and they're required by law to have more liquid cash on hand. I want to say you're right. It's somewhere around 105 or 110 percent. Yeah, maybe it's 110. And if it drops below 105, they get fined. That's right. And that's when you see credit scores start. Yeah, you're right. right. They can get dropped to maybe a B rating. Uh, But think about that. You know, a banker credit union by FDIC law they don't have to have 100% of the money on hand that they have loaned out. Whereas, yeah, and banks don't. No bank banks has don't. 100% no bank of money that they've loaned out nope. just sitting in a vault somewhere right, or but, on but hand. Every they insurance invest company, it. that's they right, they invest, invest it. it. Every insurance company, however, Tony, as you mentioned, by law, they must have a minimum of 105% or more liquid in a vault so that they can pay out claims for, number one, income. If somebody has an annuity and you have income guaranteed to come in, they have to have the money liquid to back that, as well as life insurance or long-term care insurance. You know, insurances in general, those are contracts you've signed that the company has to have that money liquid to be able to pay out. Yep. And so that's pretty pretty powerful. Um, and I think we're going to see probably a shift as we, as we see some uncertainty with these banks and even local banks and credit unions. We will probably see a shift to more insurance type of vehicles and products like maybe fixed annuities or fixed indexed annuities. Uh, those are only issued by insurance companies, but they bring the safety, right. the security, and the comfort that we used to be able to get in the banks. Uh, if we're feeling a little queasy or uneasy about banks and credit unions, at the insurance industry is definitely somewhere that usually picks up some leverage uh, at these at these points in in history. Yeah, well, and and it's all about asset allocation, from what you're saying, right? Absolutely, and you know when we mentioned that. No, nobody should have a hundred percent of their money in one, uh, what we'll call company or tool or vehicle. Uh, like nobody should have a hundred percent of your money sitting in a bank or a credit union, whether it be in a savings, checking, CD. Uh, we really shouldn't do that. Uh, we should have Tony, what you just mentioned, proper asset allocation. And on top of allocation comes diversification, and those are really two separate terms. So when we talk about how should a family or investor have their money uh, invested, the first thing we're going to talk about is your allocation. How much do you have allocated or spread out amongst different uh, different tools, different vehicles, different management philosophies, and then the diversification as well. So, And I think people are kind of feeling the heat of that. If you have too much of your money in one spot and all of a sudden there's some uneasiness about that place, like maybe the bank, uh, you start to feel a little more uncomfortable and a little more uneasy. So proper allocation and proper diversification, Tony, whether it be the insurance industry, the banking industry, Wall Street, bonds, whatever it is, we should be properly allocated and properly diversified to ease the the uh, the, the painful times and help get through the rough times in, a, in our portfolio and in the economy. Yeah. Well, and, and not only will it help you uh, avoid problems when there's a bank crisis, but it'll help you, uh, 
endure market volatility too if you have a more diverse portfolio, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's not only the banks, not only the market, but let's look at what bond bond values and yields oh, and interest rates yeah. have done over the last one to three years here. Um, international equities, let's look at you know from 2020 when COVID hit. I mean, there's just been so many different uh, sectors and regions and areas of where we can invest our money that have become very volatile and, and maybe cyclical as well. So I think asset allocation, proper allocation and proper diversification, as you mentioned, Tony, helps us get through. It helps us get through the rough times. So we know we don't have too much of our money uh, saturated in one area that, that we could potentially uh, have overexposure and lose too much of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's interesting. And I, I was reading how certain industries have been affected by this bank crisis of funny, uh, not funny to uh, the uh, industry involved, but uh, SVB, uh, Silicon Valley Bank, you know, there's a lot of that's near wine country, mm-hmm. what they call wine country in California. Uh, they had issued more than $4 billion in loans to the wine industry Whew. since 1994. And vineyard owners had put a lot of money into the bank as well. And so some bigger vineyards are talking about how the bank's collapse has impacted the, you know, their companies and that industry. So it's interesting to see the impact from even just one bank going, um, uh, how it impacts, you know, an industry. Sure. uh, But it also impacts us as individuals. But I'm just curious about the markets. Uh, We've seen a lot of what I would call volatility, not necessarily terrible, not not great, but we've seen just it's bumping up and down so much right now, isn't it? Yeah, there's been a lot of that, that volatility or what we call turbulence. Uh, there's been a lot more turbulence. And whenever you hear something like this, you know, whether it be uh, those spy balloons that we were shooting down and then, you know, trains derailing and then, you know, the, the banks collapsing, you know, there's just, it seems like every, every week there's something new out there that, that just catches the media's attention. And, and whenever you see or hear something like that being blasted across the media, keep an eye on the market and you'll watch some of those gyrations or some of that turbulence. And now uh, some of it is, is I guess what I'll call less than expected. And some of it takes us by surprise and we're like, wow, we didn't think that that, that thing happening out there in the in the in the world would have that much of a drastic impact on our market or have that much volatility and and so that's important too that we may not have a lot of our money invested into those banks that are having financial difficulties and problems right now but in every way all these things are tied together and you can watch bonds and banks and insurance companies and stock markets they're all going to have some kind of emotion uh, to their portfolio and to their investment performance based on what else is going out there in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously it affects so many things. Uh, but like you were talking about earlier, asset allocation, and we've mentioned it on the show before, but where it means where your money is at. And like you said, you don't want 100% in everything. That's uh, uh, obvious and good advice, right. especially mm-hmm. now you can see where if it's all in the market, that's not good. If it's all in banks, that's not good. But you've seen people come to you, I bet, with everything, all their savings in a bank or all of it in the market, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, it's the old all your eggs in one basket thing we always talk about, Tony. And and uh, we've seen a lot of people come over the years and they have 100% of their investments in the stock market. And they're happy and things are going great when the market's doing well. But when you have 100% of your money exposed in the stock market and we come through a 2001 
2000, 2001, or 2008, 2009, or a beginning of 2020 when COVID hit, or a 2022 last year in the market. You have 100% of your money exposed in the market. You're going you're gonna to subject yourself to a lot of loss, a lot of risk, and a lot of loss. Yeah. And as long as you're okay with that, then maybe you are in the right place. Uh, we flip the flip the coin and, and talk about having 100% of our money in banks and credit unions. Well, if your bank or credit union is one that struggles and is financially has some problems and maybe has to claim bankruptcy and go through the uh, FDIC insurance process of guaranteeing your money over how many years. And uh, if you have 100% of your money exposed there, um, that's not going to be such a comfortable feeling. And, and so we truly believe in asset allocation. And as you mentioned, Tony, maybe that's uh, a third of your money in, in banks and credit unions, a third of your money in the market, a third of your money in insurance instruments, whatever it might be, but not all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. But for our listeners out there, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what they can do and how you help your clients uh, to prepare for these kinds of things and, and have a plan, a written plan. Uh, but first, uh, we need to take a quick break. Um, is there anything you want to add for our listeners before the break? Let's let's maybe give away a few books. Well, how do you feel about that? I think it's a great idea, Tony. As I mentioned, I want to thank you again for the promoting of the book like you do on the show. I'm sure our, our listeners out there here, talk, Tony, talk about that all the time. But uh, we're very proud to have re- written this book. And uh, it's nine chapters, 129 pages. It's really about 20-some years of real-life experiences in the trenches of how myself, my dad, and our families uh, have been able to serve and help other families and other listeners just like yourself. So, yeah, Tony, I'd love it if you'd give away uh, give away a few more copies of the book today. Yeah, definitely. It's called Empower Your Retirement, and we're giving away 10 copies. All you have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call at 989-835-7203. That's 989-835-7203. And stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Jason Kreiderman. Jason, we're talking about uh, the bank crisis, what's going on with that, and how it's affecting the markets, uh, how it's affecting the Fed, uh, the Fed was trying to bring us in for what they called a soft landing for our economy rather than push us into recession. But I don't know if that's going to be possible now. I think they are backing off a bit. Yeah, I think they're going to back off a little bit, Tony, like you say, from uh, what they anticipated the potential raise of interest rates might be. Um, and I I, I agree with you. I think they're going to back off a little. Um, they, they are not really sure what the overall impact uh, is going to be short term and long term with with all these uh, these bank issues that we're hearing about. And, you know, the most recent one uh, being Credit Suisse. And then they've apparently are in the process of being bought out. Um, yep. and, and so there's but I, I still think a couple of those large, large institutions, we may see some more negative impact in more of the local uh, smaller, yeah. more local channels. And that's just kind of natural attrition over time when these larger banks have difficulties and struggle and it's going to trickle down and it's going to impact uh, some of the smaller, more regional and, and local level banks and credit unions. And I don't think the feds really want to start cramming those interest rates up too high right now uh, because that really could cause a double-edged sword effect where we already have uncertainty uh, and turbulence and volatility in the banking industry and the financial sector. Uh, they raise interest rates too hard, too fast, and and things could really start to uh, start to work the wrong the wrong direction for them. 
Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's really interesting. You talk about that. Now, um, one thing people can do if they're concerned is meet with a financial professional and they should have a financial advisor, maybe get a second look at their plan, uh, make some minor adjustments. Uh, if they don't have a written plan in place or haven't worked with you, uh, they should probably give you a call, right? I mean, risk management and asset allocation is a huge part of what you do for your clients, isn't it? It is, Tony. I mean, asset allocation, uh, diversification, risk management, absolutely. Those are all uh, those are all things that we help families do. And, and I would suggest, as you did, Tony, that if you don't already have a, a financial professional you work with, and, and I would try to lean you towards working with a fiduciary, a uh, fiduciary that has the legal obligation responsibility to perform and act in your best interest 100% of the time by law. Uh, and, and you should probably have semi-annual or quarterly reviews with your financial professional. And those are these are some of the things that we as fiduciary advisors here at Great Lakes that we do with and for the families we serve. Uh, because these are the things you want to talk about while they're happening or even maybe proactively, hey, while these things are going on in the bank industry, what can we do in our portfolio proactively that if the market gets volatile, if the financial sector struggles, if bonds, you know, whatever it might be, you should be working with your financial pr- professional proactively uh, to try to prevent or uh, build protection into the portfolio, Tony. And as my tagline of our book says, we obviously want to plan for the best, but we have to be prepared for the worst. And and again, as you mentioned, working with a financial professional uh, that's helping you plan for the best, yet be prepared for the worst and, and preparing that portfolio with the proper allocation and proper diversification like our families have today, they're not suffering or exposed as a lot of investors are out there to what's going on in the in the world and the economy today. Yeah, because they have a proper balance and know about all the different areas uh, where they can uh, spread their money out and have the tax-free bucket, the taxable bucket, the uh, low risk, the high risk, the, the medium risk, the managed money. So uh, I think that's all very important. And for our listeners out there, I know you've set aside uh, some openings. They can meet with you and your staff there, and there's no cost, no obligation. All you have to do, listeners, is pick up the phone and call 989-835-7203. Again, that's 989-835-7203. And you'll also get a complimentary copy of Empower Your Retirement. Plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. And we're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour right after this. Do you feel prepared for retirement? Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisors works to help people navigate the uncertainties of retirement strategies. If you would like help understanding complex topics like social security, tax deferral, or growing your nest egg, visit his website at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com or give his office a call at 989-848-1188. Again, that's 989-848-1188 or online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with the man, Jason Kreiderman. Now, Jason, it's not all doom and gloom. We don't mean to be negative on the show. There are ways to uh, minimize your tax burden, minimize your risk. And we're going to talk about that. You give everybody, when they come and meet with you, our listeners out there can get this as well, 
a risk assessment. That's one of the first things you do to see if their money's at risk and what their personal risk tolerance is. Are they somebody who's going to be tolerant of high risk investments or do they need more safety? Yeah. And it's not only risk, Tony, that are what we call it actually is what's called a portfolio stress test and okay. second opinion. And what that does is a major element of it is, yes, it will assess your current exposure to risk in the markets, whether it be interest rate risk, bond risk, uh, inflation risk, international portfolio risk, domestic, whatever it might be, we can help assess what is the current risk in your overall portfolio today, as well as your exposure to fees, commissions, and taxes. So again, what what that's called, Tony, is your portfolio stress test and second opinion. And we really like to relate it to like a, an x-ray or an MRI. If you go in and you get an x-ray or an MRI done, you know, the, the medical professionals are going to look at the results of your x-rays and your MRI, and they're going to talk to you about, here's the areas of concern that we see. Here's where it looks like a bone may be uh, maybe chipped or fractured. Here's where it looks like a ligament or a muscle or a tendon might be uh, stressed or torn. And, and so those are the areas that they can identify. Number one, here's a problem. But number two, their job as as professionals in that industry is to say, here's what we think you should do moving forward to fix that problem and to better yourself physically after your x-ray or your MRI and their diagnosis. And we really look at the portfolio stress test and second opinion, Tony, no different than an x-ray or an MRI, but on your finances. And so we do the same thing as we'll sit down and show you, here's the areas of concern that your financial x-ray has identified. And then we'll show you exactly how we've helped our most successful families fix those same financial positions they found themselves in or change their current allocation or diversification or make improvements in their finances to better themselves financially moving forward. I, I love that uh, financial MRI. Uh, that's a good one. That's yeah, a good it kinda, one. You know, it's, it's financial funny. X-ray. Yeah, we use it like a lot of medical terms, and it's probably because my wife Amy's a nurse. Uh, my dad's wife Carol is a nurse, so we have a lot of medical, uh, you know, people in our family, and so always hearing them talk about medical terms, it kind of just we related it one day to what we do and said, well, we really don't do anything different than a doctor and a nurse does when they look at your X-ray or MRI with your body. We just do it with your money. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's a good point. I like the analogy. It, it definitely works. And I know that uh, people will get that sense if they read your book. Um, I, I think it's uh, uh, empower your retirement, uh, plan for the best, prepare for the worst. And it's really about empowering your finances, not just a retirement, but overall your financial picture. And what's going on with the banks is just a wake up call for, I think, a lot of folks out there to get a plan in place, or if they feel they already had a plan in place, get a second opinion right now. Make sure. Uh, and I know that you've been talking to so many people about this. And when it comes to risk management, everybody's different. Everybody's situation is different. So they're going to have different percentages in different places. Uh, some people may have bigger emergency funds in the bank. Some people may have uh, a larger amounts at risk in the market. Some may have more uh, safe money. They may have uh, cash value insurance policies or more in that tax-free bucket, or they might have a fixed index annuity to give them more income in retirement. It just depends on your situation. And I know you don't try to shoehorn anybody into any of those boxes. 
you look at the big picture and look at all the options. You're not beholden to just one thing or one strategy, are you? No, that's so true, Tony. I mean, and like you say, we're, we've been fiduciary advisors and we've been in business for almost 21 years now. And we've seen, you're right, we've seen investors and families all across the board, some that just have uber, uh, uber intentions for risk, meaning they want to swing for the fences. They want to try to hit home runs and grand slams with their money all the time. And striking out financially is not a concern of theirs. And we've met a lot of investors and, and families on the totally other end of that that spectrum, Tony, where uh, they just want to hit singles and, 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 and maybe take a few walks here and there. They don't ever want to strike out financially. They can't afford to and don't want to lose a dime in their portfolio and, and everybody in between. So again, as fiduciary advisors, you're absolutely right, Tony. Number one, we're independent. So we're not captive by any any mutual fund company or any investment firm or any insurance firm or any banking firm. We're independent, which means from a fiduciary level, we must do what's 100% in your best interest. And whether that be with a certain uh, banking industry or insurance industry or an investment product in the stock market, uh, that's our job as fiduciary advisors is to help you put you in front of or give you the insight to empower you to make those decisions financially to truly be doing the best things inside your portfolio. And and again, we've we've been doing this for 21 years now. We've seen a lot of different investors, as you mentioned, Tony, across all spectrums, whether it be they want risk, they don't want risk. They need income, they don't need income. Uh, or they just kind of want to be a, a middle of the road, just kind of keep me moderate. I'm okay with a little bit of risk, a little bit of income. I just, I just don't want to risk all this portfolio, especially when we talk about getting into and through retirement and not a time in your life, Tony, where you can afford to be overexposed to risk, fees, or taxes. And those are the three major areas that our portfolio stress test and second opinion, that financial x-ray, if you will, uh, is designed to identify for families, Tony, and that's your exposure to risk, your exposure to fees, and your exposure to taxes. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And and all of those elements come together to form uh, uh, concerns and you need strategies to deal with all of them. And that's what your plan includes uh, are those strategies. And uh, I like how you customize it. It's not a cookie cutter approach either. That And people should not take, you know, what your next door neighbor or your brother-in-law says or a coworker at the water cooler Oh, hey, I did this and it's it's great. You got to do it. Um, that is never a good idea. That's so because, true. So true. Because Tony. Uh, who knows? Everybody's situation is so unique and individual. I mean, none of there's not the he doesn't have the same balance in his accounts. He doesn't have the same uh, timeline as you probably hear that they don't have that same timeline. Uh, everybody's timeline is different. Everybody's uh, uh financial statement is different, isn't it? You've seen that. Uh, we've seen it over the years. Again, you know, that's that's one thing I can't stress enough is you're absolutely right. There's no two investors, no two families, no two portfolios that are absolutely alike. Yeah. And we do hear that quite often though, where I ask people when they come in and we get ready to do their portfolio stress test or second opinion. And so we might ask them, you know, I see you have a, a some mutual funds or some ETFs or some stocks in your in your IRA, you know, why do you have those? And oh, right. well, well, my buddy at work said those are the ones to go with. Or my brother-in-law, or hey, my 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 neighbor was out mowing the lawn, and I was talking to him about his, and <laughs> and, and, and and it's very common. Yeah, it's we've all been common. there. We've, we've all been there. That yeah. we we rely on these people. Say, hey, if it's good for him, probably good for me. I'm gonna. You're absolutely right, Tony. There's there's no no um 
<laughs> no better advice to get a second opinion on really yeah. than what someone else tells you you should do, yeah. uh, especially as should you incorporate that into your portfolio. And maybe yeah. you should, but you yeah. really need to get a second opinion on your own current portfolio first to sure. determine is that stuff right and is it proper for you? Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to take another quick break here. And folks, before the break, if you want a book, complimentary or complimentary consultation, call 989-835-7203. Just pick up the phone, call 989-835-7203, and we'll be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with Jason Kreiderman, our host and the man with the plan. Now, Jason, the bank crisis. Uh, We're wrapping up the show here uh, but should our listeners out there panic? No, I don't think this is a time to panic at all, Tony, especially if your you your portfolio has been well allocated and properly diversified for your risk tolerance, your time horizon, your income needs. Those, those types of elements or variables definitely need to be taken in consideration, not only now when there's so much craziness in the world going on with interest rates and inflation and the banks and the stock markets and, you know, there, but really at any time and at all times, you should really be very conscious and aware of how much risk exposure do you have in your portfolio, how much interest rate exposure, what's your exposure to commissions and fees, and your overall exposure to current and future taxation on your money. And those are three areas, Tony, as we talked about, that we will review for all of our listeners out there uh, inside what's what's called our portfolio stress test and second opinion, where we simply take a look at where you are today. We help identify all those exposures to risk and fees and taxes and and give you an idea of where you sit today and what you could do to move forward and put yourself in a better financial position. But Tony is uh, making a a drastic, uh, irrational, knee-jerk decision. Uh, The best thing to do right now, based on what's going on in the banking industry, absolutely not. Uh, Yes, we need to be conscious and aware of what's going on. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion on how your portfolio is being impacted today what else could come down in the future, and make rational, proactive decisions to plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. Yeah, there you go. And for our listeners out there, I think that's important. Don't panic. Uh, Don't make emotional decisions. But at the same time, like you said earlier, if you have a large sum in a bank right now, you definitely want to pick up the phone and give Jason a call talk about where you're at and your allocation and make sure everything is okay. Um, That is a good idea. It's a good idea for everyone. But especially, I think right now, those, if you have large amounts of money in the bank, not saying you panic and pull it out, don't make those decisions without talking to a financial services professional. That's the key here. And uh, Jason, it's been great. Should we give away a few more copies of the book or are you... uh, are you, no, is I think your supply a, running low there? Tony, no, I think that's a great idea. As I mentioned, you know, I th- thank you again so much for uh, making that suggestion. I don't know if it was six months or a year ago, but uh, Tony, you mentioned, hey, you got that book, Jason. It's just an awesome, awesome wealth of knowledge, and we need to help we need to help spread the word. And do you mind if I give those away to the, to the radio listeners? And thank you for doing that, Tony, because you know, our listeners out there, you guys have been calling in between 20 and 30 times per week and requesting these books. And, and it's been, it's been 
amazing, Tony, to help share this information with our listeners. So by all means, I, I would love for you to go ahead and give, give a few more copies of the book away today. And don't ask me again, Tony, just please feel free to give them away on every show. That's what they're there for. All right. The book is Empower Your Retirement. And the phone number you can call to get your own copy, complimentary, no cost, 989-835-7203. That number again, 989 835 7203. And that does it for today's episode of Your Financial Empower Hour with our host, Jason Kreider. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Empower Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisors. Just call 989-835-7203 or visit them online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., DBA Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group. Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc. and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Kreiderman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.